Season one, episode two of Has It Come to This podcast with me, comedian David Alfie Ward, and my friend, big man like Ken. What you saying, bruv? How you doing? What you been, what you been up to? I have been busy week. I mean, you know, I'm in full DIY mode. Right. So I'm basically spending my life and all my money in B and Q. You like a bit of B and Q? I do. Well, What's wrong with Wix? No, I tell you, what, I tell you, I've never been a Wix guy. I've yeah, never been, I've white, never been white, Wix is for white man. That's, is it? Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Nah, it's full of white man. See, where I lived originally in London, mm. they didn't have a Wix. It was only no, because yeah, because white man. You don't get but go, go, go and get a Wix. And in the Peckham. fact I got a trade point card in B and Q, so I get discounts. So a trade point card. Trade point. How card. how have you got one of them? Because I'm a trader. You're bruv. not a trade. You're not. You're not a tradesman. Yeah, I'm a tradesman. Oh right, here we go. Listen, we, if I can man, build some shit, I can paint. I can do a gym. I can fight in fights. Twenty minute notice. I can do this, I can do that. I'm a fucking tradesman. But listen, I'm a I'm a jack of all trades, master at none. Well, I don't know. The, the, the paint, I'm not going to suck you off, but the paintings are pretty good. Yeah. So anyway, so my B&Q, B&Q's got nuts. B&Q's got a bit crazy. Just people like scrambling for nails yeah, and well, screws I don't know, and shit. man. It's like, it's just, got, so obviously, because I'm a trade member, I go through the, the side door, brother. I don't right. go through the main customer door. This is do disgusting. I mean? I do, like I just, I've got my own private entrance. I and should all just them say quickly um, to, because we've got a lot of North American listeners, B&Q is like a hardware store. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So anyway, so I, I'm in B&Q. I get a load of plasterboard, put it on the trolley, take it up to the VIP trade point till. Say, I'm just going to leave this here. Got to get some wood. Right. So yeah, no worries. So I go out, there, go out, find another trolley, and it's a trolley that not like your basket trolley. They're like ones that you can lay shit down on. Flatbed. Right? Yeah. So I find don't even trolley. know what the fucking trolley is called. Tradesman. Well, so they're called a flatbed know, trolley. Yeah. Well, if you yeah, say so, that's what it's well, called. It's not, it's not a flatbed one. It's it's the one that's got the the side to. I don't know. I don't know what that's called. <laughs> anyway, exactly. So I get the trolley. Anyway, I get like timber straps, right? So I've got like 20, 20, 2.5 meter long. Yeah, two by four bits of wood, 20 of them on the trolley. I put it to the side. I asked the guy, oh, can you get me some uh, wood sheets to cut that needs to be cut? He's like, yep, 10 minutes. I'll be with you. No worries. I'm going to get some screws and then I'll, uh, I'll be back. So I leave my trolley at the, the cut station. Go get some, two minutes, mate. Go get some screws. So I'm standing there waiting for the guy to finish. He finishes. Then I turn around to get my trolley. Trolley's gone. But wait, there's more. They didn't just take my trolley. They took my wood off my trolley, put it on the what? floor. Man took your trolley? Bruv, they stole my trolley. I've never felt so violated in my life. Literally, I would have gone hunt them. I would... Took my stuff off the trolley, put it on the floor, and then just took my trolley. I didn't see them. I didn't know who done it. But I'm like, that's like going in a supermarket, taking someone's food out of their supermarket basket and throwing it on the side and just taking their trolley. Yeah, that's something that South London people would do. But then though. I thought to myself, hang on a sec. Imagine if you were taking the wood off my trolley. I turn around. I'm a big guy, right? And you're taking it off with full commitment. I'm stealing your fucking trolley. I turn around and say, what are you doing? You've got a fight, in you? Would you? What would you do? Would you roundhouse kick that man in the head? I don't know. How, I'd be like, bro, what are you doing? What if it was a small lady? Would you, would you kick her? I'd be like, that's my trolley. Yeah? And you'd but, just be like, you know, right. But, and I would expect them to go, oh, I'm sorry. No, you're not sorry because you clearly know it's my trolley because it's got my shit on it. So yeah. if you don't, you know what I mean? So therefore I'm expecting you to be like, and what? Because if I took, Dave, if I was in the shop and I was like, you know what? I can't find a fucking trolley. I need a trolley. Do you know what? I'm going to take this person's trolley. If I'm going to go through the effort of take the wood out and then that person catches me mid-flow of taking this stuff off their trolley, I'm going to look them in the eye and say, and what? I will fight you for this trolley, bro. I'm like, it's like a fucking trolley Yeah, wars. you have to, if you're going to go that commitment. Yes, Alex. What if it is a group of people uh, with a high level coordination taking out your trolley? Are you fighting all of them? Well, there was definitely two, mate, because one person ain't going to shift 20 fucking bits of wood in one go. Well, exactly. You've got a strategic unit here. Like, Where are you, you going to... with all that wood? That's some kind of... I told you Joseph I'm a tradesman, Fritzel. bruv. No, I'm building. I'm building. What walls. are you building? Some building dungeon. Walls. Some dungeon. dungeon. Yeah, some some, yeah, yeah. That's what. Nah, some. That's some Fritz shit. I'm building the wife a walking wardrobe, bruv. You're a madman. You're, you're honestly mad. You're. Uh, you know what, Danielle? I love you, but like, you got him so under the thumb that you've what got are you him talking building. About? Of course, she's got you under the thumb. 
If, if my girl said to me, oh, babe, you know, like, how build me a walking wardrobe. I'd say, go get fucked. Yeah? Go. <laughs> that's why yeah. I got a long-term relationship. I wouldn't relationship. even build my girlfriend I... a fucking Ikea wardrobe, <laughs> let alone a building walk-in well, one. that's because you would lose so many man points when she sees you sweating like a pig and being unsuccessful. Bro, a look at me. Back. She sees me sweating like a pig watching Bake Off. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. that, sometimes the technicals can get like really kind of fucking, um, well, I'm glad that you've, you've had a nice time but having your trolley stuff. All, all I'm saying is that I had to go find another trolley and it took me freaking ages. So I've done that. So I'm like, okay, cool. I've got my trolley. The guy comes out and says, oh, I got your wood that you need. Cause I was getting like the, to make the shelves, getting like the white laminated wood. So I got it, but it's on a pallet in the back. I was like, okay. So I just got to get the pallet out. And then I'll be able to give it to you. I said, no worries. So he brings the pallet out. Somebody stole the pallet. No. My thing's halfway. It's in the middle of this pallet of wood, right? So he says, don't worry, mate. I'll, I'll be two seconds. I've just got to put this stuff on the shelf. So I'm like, bro, that's going to take your skinny ass a fucking long time. So I said, don't worry, mate. I'll give you a hand. Here, this motherfucker. I start taking it off and just stuck, sticking it on the shelf. I said, mate, mate, mate. Labels need to be at the front. <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> I'm like, oh, easy, why? Easy. <laughs> I'm like, I got a lot of time for that. What kind of? I got a lot. Right, of okay, cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, this is this is a fucking flip of reversals. Like, I'm paying to be in this yeah. motherfucker. Anyway, so then while you're at somebody bought an eye, uh, uh, an oven. Can you uh, can you go and put yeah, that in the car? You know I mean? like, uh, spilling spillage in aisle three or some shit. So I turn around. I'm like, okay, cool. I just want to get my wood. I just want to go home. So I get my shit. I take all the wood that. That, of that that type that's off, off the pallet there's none in store get to the checkout the woman at checkout says hey would you like me to pull one of the trolleys for you to the car to the van sorry I was like yeah cool I'll take this one you take that one no worries so she's got the one with all the wood on it she hits a bump drops all the wood on the fucking floor scratches the shit out of two of them you know what this this is a moral of the story is <laughs> don't get a fucking trades card if you're not a tradesman because <laughs> you're going to get mugged off that is that is tradesman god there's like you know like God's up there doing a bit of plastering. He's like, punish that motherfucker using a trade card. Do you know what I mean? It's like using an NHS card. You don't work for NHS. Do you know what I mean? No, get that, like you know, that. you are. You get, you're getting your 20% off Nando's and, you know, you've, you're being out of order here. So, um, well, what have I been up to? I, uh, I, I, yesterday I got casted in something. Oh, uh, yeah? I'm, I'm going to... You got casted in, like, plaster cast? No. <laughs> <laughs> you got moulded into so something. It just came out of the blue. Um, a, a French director... Uh, was looking for an English um, actor, comedian, right. and um, and I was put forward by by a friend. And um, that afternoon, I was having a, a Zoom video chat with this French director who's had just some stuff on French Netflix, and he's making this short film with uh, a half English, half French guy whose best friend is English. Would be me. Um, and uh, you know, I'm going to go out to Paris. Uh, you know, COVID. Um, you know, permitting pr pr it. Um, and go go out to Paris next next month. It just all happened so That's quickly. Nuts. It's gonna go. So it's gonna be shown at the the, the Cannes Film Festival. Oh, it's shit. gonna go. They're in talks with Amazon Prime or Netflix for it to be shown on French kind of stuff. But can you act be, though? Yeah, of course. I, well, well, this is. I I got through the 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 character. His name's Tommy, and he is a cocky Londoner that's loud mouthed and boastful. Definitely you. Do I need to act? You don't really need. I don't to need act. to act. You just got to be yourself. But here's it, right? The the part. There's an emotional scene with me and my best friend where I, I'm not too sure because I haven't got the script yet. But from what the the, the producer director uh, was saying to me was that it's an emotional scene and you end up shaving your hair. I don't know if one of us is meant to be ill, you know, like dying or, or what. I don't know. Right. But I'm going to have to shave my head off. You're going to actually have yeah. to go. And I was, gonna, like, I was like, make when, up it. When, no, no, just shave it off. Because that's the scene when you're, it's, apparently it's, that's the scene. That right. they wanted. And I was like, fuck, like, I don't know, man, it might not come back. Um, <laughs> but it, you know what? To be fair, my, my hairline's not great, but the rest of it does grow quite, quite thoroughly. And I have to get it cut like once every three, four weeks. So, um, so you're going to go to France and come back looking like Phil Mitchell? Well, yeah, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, um, I'm going to be baldy, but. Welcome to the club, son. It came down to it, like, do I do I want to be like have it be in a short film that could project me into maybe some more acting roles shown at like film festivals yeah. around the world? Um for shaving my hair off this gonna I mean it's gonna be winter anyway, because hopefully we're gonna film beginning of December. December, January, February, I just wear hats. Yeah. Just wear real, hats and then real. I'll be back. So um 
It was like, it did take me there. I was like, I'm, I'm not sure I can do it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scared. It's, hey, mate, wait till they bring out the razor and like, action. You're like, <laughs> you got to try and shave off your yeah, own head. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so that, that was quite cool. Like, just came that out of nowhere. Sick. That is sick. And um, I just, I, I'm very lucky with these things in no, my career. No, I don't career. think it is, man. I think like, like I said, when you put out good energy in the world, like you get things back. Like when you're, when you're in a good headspace or in a good mind space, you know, everything seems to fall in line for you. Do you know, just as if you're in a bad headspace, everything seems to go wrong. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, was on, I was on the phone with the producer over, over video chat and he was like, so we'll, we'll get you out to Paris and get you like your training hotel and, you know, all, all the all the contractual agreements. And I was thinking, I've been to Paris and it's fucking shit. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate it. We're like the worst city in Europe. Like, yeah. Oh, I can't wait to go to Paris. Yeah, great, great. You're lovely. Eiffel Tower, crap. So yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's great. And then uh, also you're, you're looking at the new uh, morning breakfast host on Smooch FM. What? Yeah. So because of the studio, um, I'm going to be hosting a, a radio breakfast show um, on Smooch FM, probably starting next Smooch next week. Smooch FM. Yeah. It's just a, it's just like a, a, a small time thing, but it will get it will project me. It will get me a show reel to then put towards other yeah, yeah, yeah. radio stations, and they want me to do the breakfast show. Um, and I'll be in here, you know, doing the breakfast show, and and oh, so what you do fun. it, you do it from remotely, from in, in, yeah, yeah. in the studio. So they're gonna set up, send me some software and stuff like that, and then I'll be recording it here and just playing bare country songs because I'm I'm like that. <laughs> Smooch, <laughs> Smooch FM. What's a what's a FM dial of that? Uh, I, I, do you know what? I don't even know at the moment. It'll be online and stuff, so it'll be like worldwide if people want to listen to me on That's a Saturday nuts. morning. Um, you're so welcome. Yeah, that happened. You're welcome. You're yeah. so welcome, bro. Uh, so, do you know what I mean? I, I fucking painted that shelf. What you talking about? <laughs> so yeah, um, I think we have to really talk about the elephant in the room, um, and because you know it'd be silly to do a podcast, and and I try my hardest, and I've always subconsciously when I do podcasting to try to be very apolitical and not talk about a political agenda or anything like that. But we we, ha- we can't not talk about this massive elephant in the room. We've got mm. two at the moment. We've got the U.S. election. Mm-hmm. Um, which is which is still going on. I thought by the time we come to record this, would have a, a have result. A, a result, but it looks like it could take days because of the um, the you know the postal votes and already Trump's come out and he's like, oh, you know, I've won and the the postal votes are fraudulent and they don't, you know, you know, they're gonna find votes out of nowhere and he's kind of like setting it up. Um, like, do you think like I I think with with Trump, he's a master at. at- causing fake news without actually saying the fake news do you know what i mean he's a very smart man he's like he's a you know he's a he's an arsehole but he's a he's wow. a very he's a very smart he's man he's a smart arsehole he um yeah so it's looking like he might win it's so like nobody knows at the moment it's like one minute you're looking at polls and it's like biden's slightly ahead and it's like it's, it's so close and and realistically it shouldn't be this close but when you put up a fucking 77 year old this showing like cognitive kind of uh deterioration, deterioration against a populist you're gonna it's gonna be close and you just think if you put someone half decent yeah you know and uh and alex producer alex said um who would you rather uh be in charge of this podcast or or let's let's put it in alex's who would you rather in that producer chair biden or trump uh, i think i would go trump trump and i say that because not because of He's what he does and who he is. I don't really like or agree with it, but like when it comes to social media, he's kind of good at that shit. Well, yeah. The, the thing is, if it was Biden, like he'd be like introducing me as like, yeah, but he would remember. He'd be like, we have today, hundred percent. Who do we have? What yeah. is this? What is like <laughs> Donald? Donald? He'd be like, this is the best podcast ever. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He, would, a, he would hype the podcast. We have like thirty listeners, and he would just be like, we have. Four and a half billion people. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he would just chat so much shit and he will just big it up. Tre- so. Tremendous numbers. Tremendous, tremendous numbers. numbers. Yeah. Um, mm. I, I don't know. I, do you know what? I, I, I hope he doesn't get in because, you know, he's, he's, he's the, every word that ends in is that's a bad word. Um, and, you know, I, but then again, you know, Biden is not much better. I'm just glad it's not my country. Yeah, it's kind of a weird one because, like, I, I don't know enough about Biden other than little bits that I've heard. Like, so it's hard for me to kind of be like, yeah, I definitively want Biden over um, over Donald Trump. So like, you know, it's one of those things where if if you go with the devil you know or the devil you don't, do you know what I mean? So I do take that, that, K, that stance of like, does it really matter who goes in? We're fucked either way. 
Do you know what I mean? This world is slowly caving in on itself. Well, the thing is, the, the thing is that um, with, with, with the, from what I've seen, and of course I'm not an expert and I'm not American and I haven't watched every kind of campaign trail. Yeah. But what, what I've seen is that, that the Democrats didn't really have much, they didn't have much policies to go against Trump. The only thing they had was, it's not Donald Trump. That, that, you know, I, I couldn't tell you one policy they had or that was good. They didn't counteract anything Trump was saying. It was just the weirdest campaign I've ever seen in any political history. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and it's going to be really interesting. We, I mean, by next week, next episode, we'll have a result. And um, I, I, I hope that hate doesn't win, but hate seems to win a lot these days. So, yeah, it does. Um, and of course, talking of politics and that, we've got um, lockdown two in the UK. Yep, lockdown 2.0, hashtag death of the high street, hashtag death of the fitness community, hospitality, leisure, entertainment. It's all fucked, isn't it? Well, I want to talk to you about, obviously, you being a gym owner. Ex-gym what? owner. Ex-gym owner. Well, it will be soon if oh, this right. carries on. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, at least you've got your trades card, your arse off. <laughs> yeah. Um, like what? What what's it, what's it going to do to the? Do you believe that gyms should be closing? Obviously not. Like you know, and take that away from the financial aspect of your, you know, for people's health. Yeah. So no, I don't think gyms should be closed because even in in big popular gyms or your twenty four hour gyms, there's such good parameters in place to keep the place clean, hygienic, and safe for most people visiting. Listen, if someone goes into a building that has COVID and they know they have it or they don't know they have it, you can't really prevent that from happening. But if you're constantly managing and monitoring everyone that's in the building, you can kind of have some sort of control. It's like health and safety. You, you do everything that's practicable to prevent injury or harm to others. This is all you can do. So there's businesses that have gone through from March, that have gone through months and months and months of having to put procedures in place to keep their staff safe. But then... You got free for alls with intoxicated adults and adolescents who are incapable of maintaining distance. You know that's why I stopped doing door work. You know I was working on a door and I, I I saw how everyone was acting when they had a drink and they're having a good time. They're they're losing their inhibitions. They're kind of getting a bit too close. I had one guy hug me and I was like, "What the fuck are you touching me for? You absolute dickhead!" And yeah, I sorry just about said, that. I, I did say sorry. At the time. <laughs> um. But like, it's that kind of thing where you go, I said to my boss, I said, the thing is, I don't fear that one of these people will give me COVID directly, but I can definitely see one of these people getting COVID and in this track and trace locking down this area. And then I get a phone call saying, actually, because you were there and that person's fucked it up for everybody, you now have to isolate. Yeah, but luckily for you, track and trace, although, you know, we've spent 12 billion pound on it and can't feed starving kids, yeah. doesn't work. So, no. you know, but this is, and this is like, you know, for me, you can, there's so many ways you can look at it, but in terms of, of business, it is very unfortunate and it's so disruptive to people who do suffer from mental health that, that use the gym as way more than just getting fit. You know, I have clients that I go through, you know, psychological stuff, you know, a lot of therapy where they need to have that connection with me throughout the week just to kind of keep them up, out of the clouds and out yeah. of the kind of the deep, dark thoughts of themselves, you know. So, like, I have I have clients that are like, what am I going to do? I've just had to make myself as available as possible. I said, listen, technology is a great thing. We can do Zoom. We can kind of have a phone call. We can have, like, a WhatsApp message or whatever you need me. Like, don't think just because I can't open my doors to my gym that, I'm not here, you know? Yeah, yeah, 100%. And I mean, for, for me, it's like, obviously, my my industry has been fucking dead for a while. And yeah. even, even after lockdown, uh, you, know, you know, we came out of lockdown. Yeah. It was still like shows weren't really running. Hospitality wasn't really, you know, going as it could. Social distancing and stuff. It killed kind of live work. And it was just, yeah. it's just shit. And I mean, I, I try not to be political on here, but it's quite obvious that, I am very anti-Tory. I'm a working class boy. I come from nothing. I grew up with fucking nothing. Don't have much now. Um, I, I can't I can't stand any Tory government, but this one for me is 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 corrupt and 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 like just just the whole the whole situation. Just just the MPs now coming out and like you just you just you just spoke about mental health. There was MPs coming out saying, Oh, I'm against lockdown too, because it's for people's mental health, right? Tory MTP saying yeah. that. Fuck right off. 
right? Because I understand it is bad for mental health. Trust me. Yeah. But you voted for 10 years of austerity on the poorest and the most vulnerable people and you didn't give a fuck about their mental health then. Yeah. Right? So don't come to me and say that you're you're doing this because you're thinking of people, the poorest people in, in society's mental health. You're not. You're doing it for your own personal gain yeah. because you want to go grail shooting with your little cunty friends. <laughs> right? And that, you know, that that's that, that's my only fear that there's going to be some kind of political gain on this. And the whole thing has just, but just been a shambles. There's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, you know, what ifs, if you've done it earlier, if you've done it later, if you've done this, if you've done that, you know, you look at Sweden, Sweden done sweet fuck all, didn't do a goddamn thing, didn't do no mask, no lockdown, no, no nothing. And they had the same... I don't know. I, it's, it's, that's, a, that's an easy one to say. Like I, sure. I, I've been trying to read up on Sweden because I've got a friend, Lee. Lee listens to this. And Lee's a journalist, English journalist, lives in Sweden. Yeah. Uh, and he's a mate of mine. And and I've been trying to ask Lee, like, is it true what they're saying? And he's saying it's not all true yeah. because he's living in, in, in Sweden. But Lee speaks to me in such kind of journalist talk sometimes. I'm like, I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> but I'll just go, yeah, 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 yeah cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, cool, man. Uh, yeah. So, so, so my thing is, my thing is with, with listen, with, a lockdown looming we've had under 24 hours before we go into this deep dark hole of lockdown two it's very important to be like okay like you can't do nothing about that you know you can be upset about it so if you can't get to a gym it doesn't mean that you can't move your body it doesn't mean that you can't try something yes it's a lot harder it's hard to motivate yourself it's hard to kind of get off the sofa and be like what's the point but like if you don't you got to remember for most gyms. So in terms of like uh, a gym wave, you know, January, the new year is always, it kind of picks up. March is the busiest and it drops down through summer. Then you have a little pickup before the end of the year because people's going home for Christmas. So November historically has been one of our busiest times because people want to get fit before they see their families and friends and be judged. I thought, <laughs> right? I thought like January was the No, it's time not, you know, January is the quietest. Really? Because I yeah. thought everyone goes like, ah, oh, Christmas, no. pub. So eat, this, eat what they want. So this is this is the, the misconception. So the new year, new me is so everyone's so over it. So what happens is like, fuck, I ate too much turkey. I drank too much beer. I'm gonna get to the gym. Yeah, I'm gonna start in the new year. It takes them a month to get off the fucking sofa. Then by February, they're kind of walking through the door. Then March, you kind of get the people that are committed to like, yeah, I'm gonna do this fitness. January thing. February is dark and it's horrible. Yeah, isn't it? It's like hard to get out, go yeah. out your house sometimes in the evening. Yeah. Say if you work in, you get home. And it's dark, it's cold outside. You're it's so hard yeah. to then go, oh, let me go to the gym. Listen, I, I start work at six in the morning. My first client's at six. I'm out my house by five, 5.30, right? And my first Who client's wants, six. No, no, no. Who wants a PT session at 6 a.m.? Someone that really cares about their body. Do I care about my body? No, you mm. definitely don't, Farmer I do Joe. care about my body. <laughs> I just let my body have some independence. But the 6 a.m.? No yeah, and I can do Hey, that. wait, but uh, listen, I've got, you know, my boy Jay, who's now working in my gym. He he He's starting at 4.30 in the morning. Okay, that is just insane. Disgusting. Yeah, that is, <laughs> that is disgusting stuff. Should we, uh, we go into some questions? No, these people that make their life a concentration camp, I have like no idea. I really, <laughs> you do get like, you know, uh, endorphins and stuff like that. Yeah, I feel happy sleeping though. I really, I genuinely don't understand. But that's why you're there and they are over there. I remember when I used to box as a teenager and I tried it once, break, break a dawn, drink some eggs and go running because I started rocking it. And it was like the worst thing I've ever done in my fucking life. I was like gagging on these eggs and then I tried to go running. <laughs> Don't drink raw eggs, You and kids. so many people were fucked up doing that shit. Raw eggs, fucking hell. Oh, it was just fucking... It was horrible. Right, let's go into the questions. Um, mm -hmm. Let's get some lightheartedness into this podcast. Um, Tim Sullivan says, what did you guys want to be when you... Were you when you were grown up, why didn't it happen? He said, I wanted to be a pilot. Obviously, it wouldn't, would have been difficult being a blind, blind pilot. So Tim is blind. Mm -hmm. And uh, and he was actually on another podcast that, that my friend Flav runs. And and uh, he was asked how you know when to stop wiping your ass as a blind man. I can't remember his answer. How do you? I just, that, that's just quite, it's quite a good it's question, also, isn't it? It's the other one. It's a classic, like, who picks up a guide dog, dog shit? Well, no, you just let you just fucking just walk <laughs> Because I, I get chastised I mean, if I leave I my if my dog has a shit and I don't pick it up and someone's walking past you like oh fuck I tell you this I don't like wiping my ass I don't wipe my ass when I can avoid it uh, uh, what yeah so um, hang on you're starting to sound like that I don't wash my fucking legs motherfucker right now well how can you not wipe your ass so in my house we have a Japanese toilet oh sick so when you sit on day. it when you sit on it and you press a 
a, a button, a, a rod comes out and shoots water up your so, arsehole. Right, yeah. Yeah, it's great. And I got into this when I was in Asia because all in Asia you have them little, you, you've been yeah, to yeah, Thailand, yeah, the yeah, little yeah. guns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you yeah. just lean forward and shoot all the, the, the shit, the, out, your shit out your bum hole. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and I was like, once I'd done that, I was like, I could never go back to so, to wipe my I actually want to put a Japanese toilet in our bathroom because we're renovating it. I actually so want is You'll never definitely... go back. You'll feel so dirty after wiping really? your bum. Really? Yeah. Because someone said to me, goes, well, here's a point. Like, if you got mud on your face, would oh, you, you use a dry tissue? You wouldn't. Would you use a dry tissue or would you put some water on that shit? And watch you'd wash it with water. So I'm like, actually, I want a Japanese toilet. Like, They're great. So is it definitely, I might use your one. Yeah, yeah, just go, go. I'm sit, go. If you sit, sit on it sit and on flush it. the chain, so you use your elbow to flush the chain and a little rod comes out and goes straight up. What, the one the the one, the one that you use, yeah, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just got to sit down and press it. I'm a jet my backside before I leave. <laughs> I have uh, some information on uh, on wiping your ass. Okay. Right. Well, if you're blind? So, well, this is uh, for blind or sighted people. And the world is uh, split into two groups. There are lookers and non-lookers. So presumably, that means for people that can see, there's some people that just sort of hit and hope. Why wouldn't you look? You look to... You look... No, not everyone. You look not to see if the look. shit's gone. No, some people use their mind and just. No, man, that's dirty. That's dirty. That's that's that, white people. But that's like, do you stand up and wipe your ass, or you don't? No, wipe I don't. I don't stand, stand up and wipe your ass. Or well. did you stand up, or did you sit down? And I've wipe always your been ass? a sit down guy. The yeah. majority of people standing up is weird. The majority of people have to do. You sit down and wipe your bum. You stand up and wipe yeah, your bum. Yeah, I stand up. You're he's see that's yeah, why that's he's got to sit over man. there. Why man. is that weird? Do you know what? Just just like. Crack, crack open one of your cheeks then. Do you have to pull a cheek? You squeeze them all together. No, no. Yeah, man. Yeah, no. no. Do you know what? what? Do you sit, so you have Dave, to hang on. You don't wash no, your legs. Hang on, hang on. Right, you sit on the loo and you've just done a poo and you reach behind yourself and you wipe your bum yeah. yes. in yeah. the yeah. loo. Yeah. Yes. That's disgusting. It's not, you're not, you're, you're leaning awful. forward. You're not, you're not really putting your hand in the bum. Oh, bowl. that makes it much better then. Yeah, That's, it does. Well, I don't even wash well, my, uh, he doesn't even wash my, yeah, I don't even shit. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Tim, we've not asked so, you the question yeah. at all. So back, back to the question. Thank God for social distancing because that bastard's a fucking dirty bastard. Yeah. <laughs> but we're all two metres apart, so it's actually quite good. So back to the question. I, I wanted to be an artist when I was younger. So, oh, here he goes. No, hear me Bet out. But he wanted to have a trade card as well. Shut up. Hear me out. So I wanted to be an artist because that was the only thing I was good at at school. I was dyslexic, undiagnosed. You know, they didn't, back then it was like No, same asthma. with me. Same they with didn't me. know. I was just a naughty kid that was always disruptive. So like with, you know, the standard things that they judge kids on, I was shit at all of them, but I was always good at art and my art teacher was pretty good. And I was like, I want to be an artist. I want to do, do art. But I didn't know what art I could do do you know what I mean? Because back yeah. then it was like you're either painting like fucking Van Gogh or like fucking Mozart or, or you're doing yeah. sculptors. It wasn't like you could do street art, you know, or it wasn't as, you know, accessible as it is now. What you're saying is that you would have been Banksy if Banksy didn't come along I would have been so Banksy. Uh, <laughs> oh, so Banksy. I, uh, I, I had a few things I wanted to be, Tim, when I was, when I was growing up. When I was really young, I wanted to be a ice cream man. That, you know what? Don't say nothing else. It says it all. Like that literally, I could just picture day turning up. What do you want, mate? You want a 99, do you? Yeah. And it turns out, I, I, and the reason I didn't become an ice cream man is because I failed the DBS check because um, I'm an ox. Um, <laughs> really. Uh, I also wanted to be an inventor. Um, uh, and but I was so young, inventing to me was just booby traps, it was bits of string. That was, that was that, yeah, that <laughs> you played was like mouse trap as a kid. And, and I was you're like, like, I want to be an inventor. That. That's what inventing was to me. It was, it was yeah. string that you know, if you, you know, like that, that classic, like if you blow a tennis ball and it rolls down, it hits something else. That's yeah, an, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, it cracks an egg. That's an invention. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. none of this Dyson the, shit. The, the Fuck James and, Dyson the, and he's oh, I put an extra extra cylinder. That's not inventing, mate. Do some cracking some eggs, you know? Make a bowling ball, go into an egg, crack it, and then fry it in a pan. Do you mean? <laughs> Fucking cylinder, you asshole. And then. Uh, but then uh, why did you not do it then? I, but these are very, that was when I was very, very young. I mean, I'm talking like five years old. Yeah. Uh, and then in school, I, I wanted to be an actor because I love performing. So was that because when you were in school, like me, it's you. You you draw. You obviously go to what you feel like you're. Well, yeah, because I'm, I'm dyslexic as well. Yeah. So I I'm I'm. Not illiterate, but I, I'm really slow at reading, and 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 I struggle with 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 letters. I get B's and D's mixed up. Yeah, I f I, I finish sentences or I make up sentences, so like I don't read the words fully. Yeah, yeah. So I end up making up the sentence beforehand. That's that's why I uh, I, I um I I did uh, 
I've, so on your Peloton, back in lockdown one, I had Peloton and I did some yoga and there was a word I come across that I didn't know what it was. So I just thought, oh, that's just a, a funny yoga word. Right. And I ended up doing this, this online yoga class and about half an hour in, I realized that the word was postnatal. <laughs> and I didn't take, so I'm like doing this yoga class and because I, I was too dyslexic to even try and break down the word to read it and I'm like the, the class is like be one with your stomach and I'm like yes I should be I thought it was just a, a class for fat geezers do you know what I mean like, oh be one you know cradle your stomach from side to side and then but you know what my pelvic floor is fucking immaculately strong yeah, so <laughs> you know win win that's brilliant um, Tony Crash said, if you go back in time and change one thing, what would it be? Or are you happy with the way things turn out to this point? Or would you change? You won't change a thing. So, so I guess I, I personally wouldn't change a thing because, you know, the classic, everything that's happened to me has made me who I am today. But to be honest, if I could go back to my younger self, I would, I would hope that I could kind of coast myself into more creative stuff. Because when I look back on my life, I've been very creative, but I never knew that was what I was searching for. I was just doing something that I was good at. But where if I had actually had, you know, a role model or someone go, actually, do you know what? You're really good at being creative. Be creative in this. Because if I can draw a picture, I can do a painting. I can fix a wall. I can build a bathroom. I can do a kitchen. Do you know what I mean? I could... Be being creative and making these things happen, building the podcast studio, building the kickboxing show, and actually do things that will make or generate a, a living that you could turn around and say, actually, I'm not grinding at the little things because I'm good at it, but I grind in it, grinding it. I can actually do the same creativity, but on a bigger scale. Like sometimes it's someone looking at you saying, you're better than what you think you are or what you know you can be. Yeah. No, and then going nice. that next level up, you know. I think if I was to go back in time, I would, I would, or change one thing. I'd be like, um, don't be friends with producer Alex because he stands up and he wipes his bum hole. So <laughs> yeah. you know, that's <laughs> avoid this man at all costs. It's fine. I've changed. I'm just gonna sit in the floor and just let it all come out. Oh, don't sit on the, sit on the floor. floor. I don't know. This How do. country are you, man? About as country as your welly boots. Um, right. Hold on. Let's just move on. Reese <laughs> uh, so Sanders. Bullying. This is bullying. This is bullying. <laughs> bullying 101. Stop it. Ree Sanders says, not a question, but I thought you'd, you'd like to know, you cannot melt a flake, right? The chocolate bar, a flake. Uh, uh, you cannot oh, so melt a flake. I was thinking snowflake when he said that, but obviously you can. Oh so yeah, on your, on your tongue. You, you can't melt a flake. Yeah, well, a chocolate bar, a flake. Now, again, to the North American Def listen. listeners, I don't, don't sure you know what this is, so... So a, cap a, Capri's, a Capri's flake. A Capri's flake. I guarantee, hang on, we have to... Def we're going to use what we're going to... I went out when he right. said this to me yesterday. I went out to my local shop and I bought a flake and I've got a lighter. So you're right. going to so try... I guarantee... I'm going to try and burn this flake. Right, so listen, I'm putting money on this. Five pound right. says that it melts straight away. The thing about Reese Sanders is he's a waste man. All right, he's a, no, he's, he's a lovely, lovely guy. He he's a, a friend we met ages ago, years back when he was working in a London radio station that I was I was on. Yeah, and then we just stayed like not stayed in touch but on social media, and then like he moved to Walthamstow, and then we just started hanging out. And Reese used to be a, like a model, like right. a, like a, and I took him out with with my my friends um, Evie and Amelia. Not so long ago, he was like, "Yeah, come out for a beer," and and my friend Mark and his girlfriend was there. It was a great it was a great day. And I was just like getting drunk, just winding up. I was like, yeah, fuck off, Reese. Go go tell us how many times you've been on the, on the cover of Vogue thinking, you know, yeah, you're not that kind of model. I was like, yeah, twice. And I was like, fuck, <laughs> you know what? Go and fuck yourself. Yeah. Well, listen. <laughs> fuck you, Reese. I, I, so, I'm about to do this. I'm about so to you, melt you're this. Gonna, you're gonna, but I'm you're not going to melt it on you. Melt it over a cup of something, mate, so you don't burn yourself. So you're going to, how long are you going to hold it there for? Because I'm pretty sure if you hold it there indefinitely, it's going to melt. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Let's, let's, right, here we go. Five pounds says that melts. It's already melting, isn't it? That's burning. It's burning. Oh, wow, shit. Wow, this is, this is top of the range podcasting, by the way. I'm currently Hang on. holding a flake over a coffee cup, burning it. Top of, you know what? You're not Do you know what that any... looks like? That uh, looks like hash. <laughs> it looks like you're burning some hash, uh, mate. My dad, my, dad used to smoke, <laughs> my dad used to smoke hash, like a block of hash. And uh, he'd leave it on his uh, bedroom windowsill. And then one day he's looking for it everywhere. He's like, David, have you seen that little thing that I, I, I put in the thing? And I was like, um, I was like, no, dad, I've not, I've not seen it. And then next thing I know, the dog's falling down the stairs. The dog ate it. All right, listen, really listen, eat it. 
Eat that. Yeah, bite it. Bite it. Bite it. No, bite. Bite it. Go on. Go on. Go on. Is it soft? No, crunchy and hard. Is it actually? That is crazy. Don't melt. That is crazy. You can smell the sugars burnt, but like, why doesn't this melt? Hang on. What? That stinks, bro. (laughs) That actually stinks. Top of the range podcasting. That is crazy. So it's it's legit. A flake does not. Producer man Alex, you need to Google why a flake does not melt. And we'll go on to the next question. Katie yeah. says, "What's the most unattractive name you've come across?" Uh, I wouldn't know. I went. I wouldn't go on a date with a guy because his name was Alan. I don't really know uh, unattractive name. Samantha, for me. Samantha. Yeah. If someone because then I'm, no. I'm imagining coming up. My name's Samantha. Oh. Nah, fuck off. One time um, when we was out on a lad's weekend somewhere, I was about 21, probably about that age, and um, was in some shit old town. We went away for a couple of nights and my mate was chatting up this girl and her name was Dawn and then he just started laughing. Be careful. He just said... My mum's name's Dawn. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, it was just... <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was just... Like, listen, it's I'll, a lovely name, isn't uh, it? Listen, no, I'll double down. I don't give a shit. I ain't scared of no man. But he just started laughing because he wasn't used to a girl that was in a like, 20 called Dawn yeah, it's just yeah. like one of them names yeah 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 there was a girl in the um, front front of my front row of my show um, recently whose name was Epiphany Epiphany yeah and I thought that's a shit name that's a shit Epiphany. name Epiphany like, pop the child out Epiphany that's, like, that is rubbish yeah you what's, come your, across what's, any shit what's yours Alex like? what have you found on the net Oh, there are lots and lots and Just lots. Just give me, give me the top. None of them, none of them are real. They're like... Yeah, but what's the top five Google worst names? There was Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Yep. Not Elizabeth, Elizabeth. Elizabeth, which apparently gets translated into Elizabeth quite a lot when you, if people say it too quickly. Right. I mean, these ones didn't sound real. For me, I think the worst name I've come across in real life was either Geraldine. Because I don't understand the name Geraldine because for me, Gerald is already a shit man name. So right. presumably that parent wanted to have a boy and call it Gerald. Disappointed that it's a girl. It's like, well, I'm going to stick with Gerald anyway and just try and make yeah. it work. Yeah, yeah. And then I think Coral was probably the most irritating. Coral. Yeah. Oh, that's a horrible name. Mm. That's, that's wank. It it's really like, is. This, is, this is my girlfriend, Coral. Yeah. Nah, it don't work, does it? Nah, that's horrible. Imagine calling your, you, imagine you named your child Coral and you didn't part. Coral! Coral! You look like a twat. I'm the just... 33 worst baby names, ba- baby names, baby names of First, all time. Just top five, just, though. Yeah. yeah, we'll do the top five. We ain't got time for 30. Olivia, but it's spelled A-L-I-V-I-Y-A-H. Yeah, but it's Hence. how it sounds, though. Olivia's yeah. not bad. Next. Number two, baby. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Three, maverick. Wow. But spelled M-H-A-V-R-Y-C-K. No, I'm a big fan of Top Gun. I go, oh, I, uh, yeah, yeah, I think that's a good name. Elizabeth and Navia. I like the name Buzz a for a, a young Buzz. Uh, yeah, I would call my son Buzz. Little Sweet Me? Little Sweet. Okay, stop now. Danger. No, no, no. Harley Quinn. No. Right, <laughs> fuck Satan. off. Satan. Someone turn his microphone off. We give, right. So, by the way, we've given Alex his own microphone. Yeah, it which was is a, a mistake. fucking mistake. <laughs> um, uh, right. Uh, uh, Kent, last Kent is in this list as well. It's weird. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 25. Mind you, your mum's called Dawn, so it figures. Uh, <laughs> right. Um, Jason says, would you would you rather have the power to end the coronavirus pandemic and all the bullshit that comes along with it right now and get on with life as you are or receive 10 million payment, 10 million pound payment, keep things as they are, but you can live how you want with your riches whilst everyone else stays locked down fuckery and suffers. So it's mad. I read this question and the first thing I saw was 10 million. I was like, yeah, I'm good. 10 mil, I'll take it. And then I read the rest of it and I was like, oh, I feel a bit bad now. No, I, I So do I have to stick with my original? Well, yeah, if that's your instinct, then, you know, if you want to be... I don't want to see people suffer. If your instinct is to be a Tory, then you fucking do No, it. I don't want to see people suffer. But then here's my theory. I take the 10 large, yeah? And then I look after the people closest to me. I uh, I just don't know if I could do it, man. I, just, I think I've just never been that kind of person. Like, my my ex uh, were voted on the opposite end of the, uh, the spectrum to me. And uh, the, what summed it up to me one time, I remember, is how we how differently our minds work. When we was in New Zealand, we'd hired a car and we was on our way to our next destination. Had a tank full of petrol in the car, and there was a young lad backpacker was hitchhiking to go to the same town. Right. And I was like, "Fuck, do you know what? Fuck it. Like, let's let's pick him up." 
And she, I was like, I didn't see the point. Like we were driving there anyway. There was enough space in the back of the car. Yeah. So he was like, it wasn't like a weird old hitchhiker. Yeah, he was yeah, a backpacker. Yeah, yeah. Do you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. Get to know someone. I, I love getting to know people where they come from and, and what their upbringing is. And she said, no, I've paid for this petrol. <laughs> and I thought, that's the most Tory thing I've ever heard. Like it doesn't really, it's not going to cost us much. A little bit more weight, maybe cost us a couple of dollars, right? Yeah, I've paid for this I've petrol. I've paid for this petrol. So let's just leave him there. And I thought, I, this is, I, we should have broke up then. Yeah, but yeah. Um, it's just not how I am. How See, I am is I want to yeah. look after people. And so I... That's, that's, yeah. I'm, I kind of take that stance. In, in really reading this question, I don't think I would, it's hard. If someone put 10 million, and said, walk away now. Like, how easily can you forget about everyone else? But you're going to see it every day, people struggling. But then you go, yeah, is COVID real? You know, how much is, you know, <laughs> it's, and all it's, that. It's, it's a tough one, but people's mental health, but especially this I, lockdown. Yeah, I personally wouldn't want to see people suffer because I'm kind of not built like that, you know? No. But then at the same time, you do get to that stance of, you know, until it happens to you or close to you, you almost have, the way the media desensitizes you to like these things, you know? No, yeah, of course. But like, I don't know. I, I don't so you're know, telling I just, me, all right, I put 10 million. If you put it in front of me, it's different. Uh, it's, it's hard. It's, it's hard, a different it? thing, but, man. Like you can't just skirt that and be like, oh yeah, cool. So I'm going to help the people. I'm going to, I'm going to suffer with everybody else because what he's saying is like, you know, keep everything or get rid of the COVID pandemic and keep everything as it is. Like, so COVID's gone. What? I still got my payment holiday. No, I'm gonna take that one, bro. No, no. I think what what he means is like you're going back to it never existed. How life was before it. How life was yeah? before it. Yeah, I would. I would take. I would take. Yeah, that I would, for I everybody. Would, yeah. Because it's not just. It's not just me that's gonna. You know, it's it's hard. If you put ten million in front of me right now, I'll probably. You know, you'll take that ten mil. Huh? I don't think there's many people that wouldn't take the ten mil and try and do something else with it. Imagine all the Japanese toilets you can buy with that. Oh, squirty, squirty. And uh, and it's time, we're gonna have a little. Hang on, we're no, gonna no, have a no, break now. Answer that question. What are you doing? You taking oh, no, the ten mil? No, I'm, I'm helping. I'm, I'm you're helping. You're staying. No, no, I'm, I'm not taking the money, and everything goes back to normal. You're expelliarmusing so the COVID. People's mental health and livelihoods and all that is, so you're is just untouched. COVID expelliarmus gone, yeah, gone. That's yeah, it. That's that's what I would do. Hundred percent. Tories are still in power. Like, they'll always be in power. Donald Trump's still president. SNP. Okay, so let's just before we get on to it. By the way, I've never voted Labour. Everyone seems to think that you're one or the other. What do you think? What do you think 2020 is going to look like? If you were going to do a Notre Dame and paint out a picture of what it looks like, what is because 2021 is going to be just as fucked as 2020. What do you mean? Like uh, 2022? What what, what it looked like if if it all just went away? No, no. Like, what do you think after? Like, we get to 2022. If you're trying to predict the future, what does it look like? It changes the world. Like, there'll be less office space and stuff like that. Yeah. There'll be people realize that you can work from home more, which will be good and bad depending on how you are as a person. For me, I couldn't work from home if I had like an office job because I I would I wouldn't do it. Yeah. You know and. So, um, but it's it, it will be a different type. People hopefully, hopefully, white man wash their hands more because so many times I'm in the pub and like white man just they're having a piss, <laughs> shaking, zipping, and leaving. Even now in this pandemic, I was in a pub last week and this happened. I yeah. thought if you're not gonna wash your hands now, yeah. you're never gonna wash your hands ever. You dirty, dirty ever. bastard. Um, right, that's it. That's it for the first half. Let's have a little uh, a little break, um, and and we'll 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 see you in in two. Are you struggling with your mental health? We're going back into lockdown now. Gym's being closed, social bubbles being cut off. It's going to get tough for all of us. And if you are struggling, I want you to know that there are there is help out there. You can contact me at David Alfie Ward. I do something called David's Coffee Club. We grab a coffee and we have a little chat over video chat. Alternatively, you can go to Mind or Calm, which are great charities, which will tell you where you can get help near you if you need medical help or even just social help. Um, and if you are really struggling and you're in crisis and you don't know what to do, please reach out to the Samaritans because they are a great charity that run 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Um, and they are there on the other end of the phone if you are in crisis and you feel suicidal, you feel like you can't take it anymore. And their number is 116123. Alternatively, you can call 999 as well. But no matter how bad it gets during this lockdown or no matter how bad it gets for the rest of the year, you're not alone. Alex's random shit from the internet then. What what we got this? Week? We have two stories. 
the we have one which is uh lovely um and then we have a second option as well which um is perhaps a little shorter and more entertaining so for number one the headline is florida man strikes again and this is a florida man who dirts his hands with peanut butter and punches his neighbor who is also allergic to nuts (laughs) (laughs) i mean i mean Listen, I'm allergic to I'm allergic to some nuts. What right? nuts are you allergic to? So I'm allergic to no. I'm yeah. allergic to cashews, pistachios, walnuts. Yeah. All right. Pecans. Pecan. Cashews are the worst. I'll I will literally die even if they're in the same room, pretty much. Really? I can't come into contact with oh, them. Oh man, I'm gonna like, put so much cashew but, like, dust on your microphone. Like, you dust up your knuckles <laughs> with a bit of cashew dust and punch someone in the face and kill them. <laughs> I hit him with this fist, listen, mate. Listen, we all, we all, every listener now knows I don't need to do that to put you down. But now I know that's in my armory. <laughs> Sprinkle a bit of just load of dust stuff on it. So like um, Deontay Wilder this week come out with a load of shit about how he was spiked, how uh, Tyson Fury spiked. He was spiked. His water was spiked. What? So first for the for the, t- for the, the Fury Tyson Fury. Yeah. What? So basically, first one was his suit was too heavy. Yes. Right? Now he's missed the deadline to, for the rematch clause. So Fury's free to fight someone else. Okay. Right? And then he's coming out of all this stuff like, I know, you, I see you. I was spiked. You you moved your hand out the glove and you put something sharp in there. That's why I got the scratch. You know, he busted his eardrum. Yeah. He said, it wasn't a busted eardrum. You just uh, scratched in because you put something sharp, like a little like pin or something in your glove. I see you. And he's like, mate, you need mental help. Wow. Like you do. Yeah. Like proper. You scratched me with a pin, and that's yeah. why I couldn't. He's he's big. The side of his temple was all swollen. But then they said bleeding was, in his ear. It though. was bleeding in his ear. He's he's what's uh, equilibrium? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was yeah. was off. That's well, why he, he was all over. He, mate. he got it. battered every round. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so maybe maybe <laughs> maybe he's trying. To, maybe this is Tyson. This is Deontay Wilder trying to find out what Tyson Fury is allergic to. You know the what next, I mean? I'm the next punch up some cashew nut, bro. <laughs> 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 what was the other random thing you had, Alex? Yeah, random. Oh, guys. I love how nervous he is. It, it's going to be bad. What is this? I'm just trying to find another one. Cause... No, no, Alex. No, no, no Alex. You read that one. Come on, Alex. We're waiting. Okay. Right. I'm... What's the headline? It's written by Eddie, and this is from five years ago, October the 28th, and it's titled, I Fucked My Girlfriend's Grandma. I <laughs> <laughs> <Hang> got. <on. laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah, go on, carry on go with on, the story. I <clears throat> I has been with my girlfriend for two years. We were both 18 years old when it happened. One day, I was at my girlfriend's house and I was waiting for her to get done with her bath. But an idea popped into my head. I thought that I could surprise her in a shower for some shower sex. I went upstairs and went into the shower. And I was surprised it was her grandma in the shower and not her. I was about to leave when her grandma, whose name is Maggie, said, Wait, can you rub my back? I can't reach it. <laughs> Hang on. The setup. The granny's got game. That was a setup. Can you off. rub my back? I can't reach it. <laughs> yes. I didn't want to upset the nice old lady. Oh, so yeah. I, so I went in and did it. While I was doing that, her hand slowly went to my penis. <laughs> you can he, tell, says, like, he says dick, but I don't, you know. It's <laughs> so posh. <laughs> so posh. <laughs> I, can't say, I can't say dick. I must say penis. And then he... Um, he said, Eddie said to her, hey, what are you doing? I asked. And she said, please, Eddie, this may be the last sex an old woman like me gets. Can't you fulfill my last wish? She pleaded. <laughs> okay. There are some more graphic scenes, uh, which involves um, all sorts of things. Hang um, on. So wait, he, he, he obviously... He did it. He, he obviously did it. In the shower. And he then, he announced... Did they come that- out of the shower? Because shower sex is terrible. Yeah. Um... I'm not sure. That's not clear. But he told her that she didn't have a condom. And she said, don't worry. You can... Oh, God. Yes. Say it. it. <laughs> say, say those words. I want to hear it. You can fuck me raw. I'm too old <laughs> to get pregnant. <laughs> so, hang on. I don't know what's funnier. What are you talking about? Or watching you, him read I wish out. you could see his face right you, now. You could see how he's, uncomfortable... He's distressed. He's, he's, he's in distress. He is literally... This so is... I put it inside her. Oh, what did he put? What did he put inside her, Alex? Yeah, what it's, did he put inside, Alex? It's Willy. Um, <laughs> it's Willy. <laughs> I put it inside her, and it was the tightest and best feeling I'd ever gotten from a pussy ever. <laughs> Marianne, he's eighteen, so I don't know. Like, he's not got a wealth of experience, but yeah, fair enough. I slid it in and out. <laughs> 
<laughs> I got faster and I couldn't stop myself. I was able to- The worst keep... thing is I'm envisioning Alex doing <laughs> yes, this to an old woman. It's, it's I was able to keep this going for about 10 minutes. Whoa, good lads. And then she said, I'm gonna come, she yelled. <laughs> and then I said, me too. <laughs> Hashtag me too. <laughs> I, I can't take it no more. Like, have you ever, Alex, have you ever been having sex and shouted, me too? <laughs> no, no, I haven't. I, I reckon when you ejaculate, Alex, you, you make some kind of oh my booga booga. God. Just, Hang what on. was that? What's the mask from, from Crash Bandicoot? You go, a booga booga. Listen. The, Alex reading that story has literally painted such a picture like I could legit see that happening to him. I reckon like, she was like a I granny with big old Babylons. Yeah, hang on, hang on, wait, there's more. There's, go he on. breaks up with his girlfriend <gasps> what? Uh, what? because the grandma asked her to because their sex is so much fun. Um, and then apparently he kept having sex with her till he was 25 and she was 67 and then she got pregnant. I can't believe this oh is true. Oh my days. You can't days. get pregnant at like, I don't, I don't know. I, I, you know what? If the pum pum's still tight, mate, I maybe. don't have a uterus, but maybe. Shit. Anyway, that's one of the worst things I've ever done. <laughs> I mean, reading it, I don't do this. This is so you know upsetting. What? Give that man an award. That was the funniest you know thing what? I've heard all year. I'm going to find the cringiest things for Alex to that read. That's it, what we're that, just, we're just going to turn it into, rather than Alex's random shit from the internet, Alex's cringe fest. Yeah. yeah I just want uncomfortable oh. stories got to read out and, loud. And uh, I, I, you know what? I don't think we need to put any more input into no, that. No, that was, that was uh, yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so unhappy. <laughs> oh, should we move on? Yeah, we should. Uh, and um, and obviously last week I broke down a film, but this end section every week or we're going to mix it up. Not every week. We're going to kind of rotate a few things. And uh, today we're going to try something we didn't try last week, obviously. So I'm not breaking down any films. Even though everyone was like, that was great. You do look like that, that guy that plays Star-Lord. You're very handsome. Your voice is amazing. I only listen to this uh, podcast because your voice is so sexy. <sighs> so many guys said that to me. A girl said that to me. <laughs> so many guys so, 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 yeah. Loads of people said it to me. <laughs> I don't know what it is about my voice, but women fucking go for it. And men, if, you, if you're into that. Fair enough. If, you know? So um, they were like, I don't care what you break down, what story you tell. I just like to hear you tell stories. Well, but now... Because because I'm I'm a believer and Kent is a skeptic. I'm uh, we're gonna do this and it's time for this. Ooh, that's a bit creepy, isn't it? And that's right. We got a jingle for it now, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. are big time Ooh, now, bro. That's a bit creepy, isn't it? Um, but, making uh, me, but, making you know me a believer. Kent, Kent made the, the the jingles, and he's done a, he's done a fucking fantastic job. As I do they sound really professional. Um, you know, probably use your trade card or something. Um, <laughs> right. So today I'm going to tell you a, a famous story. Right. Uh, one of the most famous stories of alien abduction. Right. Right. And yep. and um, this is the story of Betty and Barney Hill. And how they uh, they encountered being abducted in 1961, and it changed UFO culture forever. 1961. Who, who, who documented this shit in 1961? You do realize they had like fucking pens, right? <laughs> Hold on. Before the internet, how did people... Hang on. Did they just <laughs> scrape it into the side of a rock? You no, know? I mean, like, you know, if listen, if, if Alex gets abducted by a UFO now, he's probably going to film it on his phone. And upload it to Instagram. That's why you. Shit. That's why aliens know now. They're like, fuck. They got phones now. Yeah, yeah. You can't, can't go nowhere, right? Right. Okay, this, well, this was. This is one of the most famous stories of uh, a UFO abduction, and it, it. You know, even to this day, is still widely believed as one of the most truthful ones. Right. So they, their names are Betty and Barney, which kind of think are they the guys from the Flintstones, but they're not, right? Right. Yeah. They're Betty and Barney Hill. Yeah. And it was in September 1961, which is 30 years before I was born. So, you know, I've got nothing to do with this. And they were traveling from uh, uh, the Niagara Falls to uh, their home in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. That's right. an eight-hour journey. It's late at night. They were kind of going right through through the kind of the night maybe to, to get home. So tired. Tired. And then a, a small light starts flickering. And it looks, like it looks like it's coming towards it. Well, did they have lorries in 1961? Because according to you, they didn't even fucking pen. So, <laughs> um, and they, they go, it's a, it's a plane, obviously. But then they realize it's coming quick towards them and it's getting lower and lower, right? Right. So they're like, fuck Lorry it. on a hill. Just, they're like, fuck it. Um, 
just let's drive faster. Get get away from this, right? So they drive faster. Hang on, is it chasing them or coming towards them? It was them? coming towards them so and then it stops and it hovers, but there's no sound on this thing. Right. Right, there's no sound. And then they're like, fuck, let's get away from this shit. Now I should put in that, that Barney is black and Betty is white. Now this is an interracial couple in 1961. Damn. They don't want no business. They're thinking they, that's, that's yeah, the locals they, coming yeah, for they them, don't, right? they, Yeah, they don't, they don't mm. want no business getting out of their car or anything like that. But in the end, they can't shake this thing. So Barney's like, fuck it, I'm going to get out of the car, yeah? Bat, I'm a big man. Right. Yeah? Gets out his little gun. Now this, again, this is a black man with a gun in the middle of a dirt road. He's with a white to, woman? Yeah, with a white woman. Damn, he's going to get he, lynched. That's bravery. That's that bra- is bravery. <laughs> yeah. right? in, I mean, America's bad enough today, let alone in the <laughs> 61. Yeah, yeah. And... This thing's it's, it's a sphere shaped light and it, and it starts it's hovering above. But them how do it, you know it's a sphere shaped light? Because that's what who the, told that's what Benny, Barney Barney has said. Barney told who who did he tell that? What what person who's literate enough to write with a pen? Yeah, in the sixties was listening to a black man with a gun who dated a white woman. Conspiracy fucked off the top. No, no, it's not. It is. People still listen to black people. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Come on then, carry yeah. on. And then he walks towards it with his gun and like he's scared, but he don't want to show that he's scared because his wife is in a car. And right. then it starts to try and suck him into the, the ship. And he managed to get away. He gets away, Drive. he's driving now. And then they're speeding down these country roads and like Betty's looking for it to see if it's coming. And, and then all of a sudden their car starts to vibrate. Right. And they black out. Right? They black out. Right. And then they wake up and they've travelled 30 miles but they don't remember a thing. They don't remember a thing. Or but are so they going 30 miles in the right direction though? No, they go towards their house. So they've just... Because they're obviously driving. They're on this road and right. they just, they black out and they stay on that road. And then there's all these like circles on top of the car bonnet where, you know, that weren't there before. And then when they get back, he puts like a compass on it and it starts like spinning out of control. And he said like, he tried it with like seven, eight different compasses. I'm like, who the fuck has that many compasses? What are you like? <laughs> yeah. Who like, yeah. has like one compass, let alone seven or eight. Right. Um, but they, 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 they're not sure. They're trying to re-encounter what's happened to them. What, you know, they, there was like a pink dust on her dress. It was a bit torn and they, they just don't know. They can't remember anything. Um, and they they try to draw the spaceship what they can rem- the, the bits that they can remember before they got sucked away right and um and and nothing and then she starts having dreams about being taken into the spaceship walking through the forest with little gray men taken in having something shoved up her nose um and they were she, they were laughing the aliens were laughing because he had dentures and they came in. They came and ran into the room that she was in, and it was like he's running to the out. room. But they were they, in the they woods. were talking. They, no, they took him through the woods into the ship. Into yeah. their ship. Into the ship. But then where they were in the car on the road. What? Do you know what? But I'm just saying. If you I'm just saying. If, listen, I'm just if you saying. Want to put down a historical UFOs moment. Move in mysterious ways. Listen, you're delirious, mate. You can't even deliver the story. And it's so far back. You could make up this shit and just make it more seamless. No, right. But then this is it, right? So they start on. having dreams. Give me, the defi- no, give me the definitive. She starts having dreams. Right. And, uh, and they're like, they, they tell their local church and they're accepted for what they, they, they believe has happened. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, you need to get help. You need to go into to hypnotherapy. Now there's actual clips of the hypnotherapy of, of Barney when he's like, I'm so scared. I, like, I'll, I'll just reenact it. He's like, I'm so scared. Uh, uh. I'm gonna get my pistol. Uh, uh, I'm so scared. Uh, uh, no, no, no! That's what he starts doing. <laughs> he starts doing that in the hypnotherapy. I'm like, what the fuck am I listening to? Hang on a second. No! Was he saying that to his wife? I'm so scared. No, no. He's he's saying he's got out of the car and he's walking towards it. This what he's. And that's what he's saying is he's walking <laughs> towards. I'm, so, I'm so, so scared. scared. No, 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 no. He's not saying that out loud, is he? You fucking moron. In his head, he's that's he, what he's, that's, he's that's remembering. What he's, he's remembering. He's being really oh. scared. Do you know what I mean? Because he's. You know they're going back into his brain. <laughs> pussy, 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 pussy. Hey, hey, oh, I should... What? You're not. You would be scared. If you saw a UFO. Bro, no, I yeah. wouldn't be scared if yeah. I saw a UFO. You're there with your nice white woman, and then yep. you see a UFO. Wouldn't be scared in the slightest. Wow. Wouldn't be scared in the slightest. Like, babe, what the fuck? Get your phone out. What's that? What is that? That looks like a drone. And the last thing after, so they both go through hypnotherapy, and then um, Betty is able, while under hypnosis, to draw a, a star like. Hi, David Alfie Ward here. You may have noticed while I was telling that story about Benny and Barney Hill that my mic starts to lower and lower and then eventually just cuts off. Now, 
I'm not saying it was alien interference, but just at the moment I was about to reveal the biggest secrets about the aliens that abducted Benny and Barney Hill, my mic cuts out. Now I'll let you decide what you think. But for me, that's a bit creepy, isn't it? And then after all that, that's how the, they proved that they, they, he got abducted. Mate, I, I still don't believe No, you. the proof was there. Full proof. I just told you. I, I still don't believe you. But, you know, we'll leave that to the you know listeners to decide whether it's true or not. It's, it's, it's a foolproof that, that, that is, it proves alien existence. Mm. Yeah, it proves abduction. It proves that they want to, they want to, they want to look at us. I'm still not convinced, mate. I'm still not convinced. Well, I think we'll leave it down to listeners. Well, I think we'll leave it at that. Yeah, you know, I think that's it. we've had a we've had a good one. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Yeah, make sure to follow us on our social media, which is has it come to this on Instagram or has it podcast? Has it podcast? Uh, yeah, and and obviously I'm on David Alfie Ward as well, and uh, that'd be my bio if you if that's just easier for you. So yeah, follow me for my ego. Um, and also if you are listening to this and you like it and you're at this point of the podcast, please um whatever platform you're listening to it on Apple, Spotify, Google, whatever wherever you get your podcast, please give it a, a five star rating if you believe that it's worth a five star rating. And even if you don't, you just want to be a nice person, do that yeah. and subscribe and tell your friends and thank you so much for listening from the bottom of my heart and and i know kent as well we're, we're so humble and grateful that people actually tune in once a week and listen to this yeah. so anyway so it's a bye from me and it's a bye from me live and direct from the east side east. that's a fight for respect of my levi's yeah. lying in my head like leroy used to ride for the ends like levi right. white girl on me like a d-boy all I know now is the beeline. I got the feds following a decoy. Google Maps, I'm streetwise. I saw that coming. Eliminate all risks by taking a risk. I made sure we brought that something. You man are on thin ice with all that ducking. Lord Almighty. I check the scoreboard nightly. Youngest jump at the four door widen. Four four firing. I can't ignore your smiling. What are you smirking for? Anyone off the rails, it's curtain four. I'm certain you're searching for a third world war. Yes, Don.